Family from the Heart podcast episode number 70. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here back again this week for part two of our discussion of managing money in our marriage. We'll do a little brief recap of some of the things we talked about last week. And of course, we're also going to cover lots of new ground as well, starting right now. Totally lost track of my notes here. Should I be looking at show notes? No. Yeah, actually, you should probably if you wouldn't mind. And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, I believe other folks in our chat room could do that as well. And if actually, you know what? For those of you who are listening via the podcast, gspn.tv slash FFTH notes may mean little to you since after I'm finished with the show, they're usually kind of wiped out and put into the show notes on familyfromtheheart.com when the episode is posted. Right. But for those of you who are with us live, which by the way, we are recording live every single Thursday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at gspn.tv slash live. Uh, At this very current moment, we have 34 people viewing live on the stream. 21 of those people are right now in our chat room. And since we've been live this morning, We've already had over 800 people over the course of the day so far viewing us. So we are definitely experiencing some major benefits of doing our show live along with all of our other shows on Thursday. Well, a a, a good deal of our shows. Not all of them are on Thursday and not all of them are live. But but all day Thursday's recording has been huge benefit in so many ways. It has. Stephanie. Yes. We are going to uh, recap a little bit of... uh, Last week and continue on with some new content related to... That would be a good place to start. Well, before we do that, I want to give an update from Anita B. Would you be willing to read that in the show notes? I'd be willing to try. Give it a shot, babe. Hey, Cliff and Steph. Just wanted to write in and let you know what's going on here in the Burnham house. We just found out that we're moving to Africa. So after all that talk about wanting to go somewhere, eventually it's going to be sooner than we thought. We are spending Christmas in, is it Nairobi? Nairobi, yeah. Nairobi, Kenya, spending a month there so Joe can start his new um, doctoral program in global global missional studies and then going down to South Africa for a few months so Joe can teach at a seminary there. Then it's back home to the States, but we're not sure where yet. Um, Then we have a few trips planned for Joe to finish his doctorate in Asia and Europe. It's a bit last minute, but how exciting is that? We're selling everything off and are very grateful that the housing market is taking a turn for the better. Anyway, just wanted to fill you in on what is going on. I I will definitely still continue to be a plus member and we'll figure out how and let you know. Um, Thanks for everything that you do. Well, Anita, Anita, congratulations to Absolutely. you and Joe. How how exciting awesome. that must be, and probably how scary as well. And and I actually talked with Anita. We either chatted back and forth or had emails back and forth. I can't remember which it was, but anyway, we were conversing, and she says the biggest concern that she has right now isn't so much going to Kenya, but you know, when we come back, where are we going to where? come back to? Right. She has no clue. It's like right. it, it's like. And that's way up in the air for both of them at this point. But, uh, you know, they are excited. 
they've always wanted to do something uh, to to go be a part of something, doing something that makes a difference in this world. And if you guys haven't heard of uh, Joe and Anita Burnham, then uh, I encourage you to check out their podcast that they have. It's called GlocalFamily.com. And that's kind of like just glocalfamily.com. So right. glocalfamily.com. They have a great podcast there. And by the way, Stephanie and I were interviewed by them. We were. Uh, not too long ago. So I'm sure if you look through their archives, you might be able to find us in one of them. Yes. Anyway, with that, I do want to move on to one okay. more piece, piece of feedback. Okay. And that, um, that, that's awesome. It is. It is. And this comes from Sarah, who just recently signed up as a Plus member. Hey, guys. This is Sarah from Maryland. I'm actually just calling to tell you that uh, I'm only 19 years old, but I've been working at National Archives all summer doing Civil War pension research. Everybody says, oh, that must be interesting, but really, no, after a few hours, a few pensions, it's really not. But anyway, um, I've been looking for something to listen to on my iPod all summer long, and we love to work. I finally found GSPN and the shows, and uh, I just want to let you know that today I finished all the free full-time moms on iTunes, and tomorrow I'll probably finish all the family from the heart. So now tonight I will be signing up to become a member to get the rest. So just want to let you know I'm hooked, and... I love both the shows, and I love Steph and Sarah especially, so, and Cliff too. Anyway, um, just glad to call and let you know, and thanks so much for making my summer that much less boring. Uh, the days have just flown by listening to your funny stories, and it's really nice to have a clean iPod to listen to, and it's making me realize that, especially since they're paying for my college, I'm, I'm, I'll be a sophomore at the University of Maryland. Go Terps. Sorry. Ohio State fans, but um, that I should really, I should really blessed for the family that I have. So thanks, guys, and thanks for making my summer a little bit brighter. And if you're ever in the D.C. area, please let me know. I'll give you a, I've lived 40 minutes south of D.C. my entire life, and I know your kids would love it. So give me a ring, and I'd love to take you guys for a personal tour of the town. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye. Sarah, thank you so much. How Absolutely. awesome is that? That's awesome. And the only reason I laughed is that um, you, you and I don't affiliate ourselves with any particular sports team. We're not very yeah. sporty here. But Luke, um, Sarah's son, um, is my Sarah, not the caller Sarah, um, is a huge Ohio State fan. <laughs> they, so, they, they, no, it's funny. As a result of their of his upbringing... <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but what did you see? Actually, Sarah's a Hoosier. Is she? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Andy She's, probably had something to do with it. Maybe. Probably. probably. But anyway, that's cool. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's exciting to hear. You know, the phrase that you, one of the sh- things that I've learned from listening to Family from the Heart and Full Time Mom is a greater appreciation of the family that I have. I love that. That for me, that you know, th- how awesome is that? You know, when people say, you know, hey, I listen to the full time mom. And by the way, I'm not a mom. I have no children of my own, but I love the show uh, that that one I can still understand. But but then sometimes the, the email goes on to say, and by the way, I'm a I'm a guy and I listen to the show. And what and I, I totally get the understanding of why somebody listens to the the full time mom show. If you're a guy, because it really does give you a a greater understanding of what goes on in the minds of our wives. Or even if you're not married, maybe you might get married one day. And just to know what women think about and how they process things. 
that is something that I think is very useful on the full-time mom podcast. One of the things I like, but it, it's, it's interesting to hear a 19 year old girl who's listening to family from the heart, who's not yet married, who, it, it, and yet they're still finding benefit from the show. And so we, we are very thankful to hear that. And of course we're very thankful to Mardell.com. Absolutely. M A R D E L.com who has faithfully sponsored this podcast from the very beginning. Absolutely. And this podcast would have never started if no. it were not for them. And, uh, I oftentimes wonder, you know, with our schedule in the past, if it ever would have recorded more than, well, it never started. I don't think it would. I really, honestly, um, just in in the spirit of, of transparency, it would have gone nowhere had it not been um, for the sponsorship of Mardell. It, it would have just sat there being, a, um, what do you call it? A pipe dream. <laughs> a pipe dream. A podcast that we talked a lot about, but never really we did. Never really got around to. In right. fact, if you go back, go, go into the archives of the show. There's lots back there. <laughs> listen to episode one and listen to episode number two, because there were two shows that there we were, recorded yeah. that were the concept. It, it, one was the introduction and one was a sample episode. And it literally. I think the introduction was pretty funny if I remember I think recording so. it. <laughs> But I will tell you, it, it literally would not have gone anywhere. It, the the two episodes sat in the feeds forever. And Mardell came along and says, listen, we love what you guys are doing, what you guys are about. And uh, we want to sponsor one of your shows. And uh, the, originally they wanted to sponsor something like the Weekly Lost podcast or something like that. And I said, tell you what, how about this show? You know, there's this show that we want to do. And th- I think it'd be a great fit. And we talked about it. And uh, gosh, it's been, a you know, we've already had. The two renewals of their contracts, six months yeah. each, and and uh, you guys have been very awesome in buying your books and materials over at Mardell.com and using promo code GSPN in the shopping cart, getting you 10% off and saying thank you to them. So anyway, moving along, um, we always thank them. But uh, yeah, let's move on and talk a little bit about money managing money in marriage. And uh, a little bit of a recap last week. I'll just read a couple statements here. Uh, we talked about managing money wisely is a challenge for any couple out there. It doesn't matter what your income level is. Seriously, if you have a household income of $17,000, if you have a household income of $40,000, if you have a household income of $400,000, uh, you are going to find m- managing money in your marriage a challenge and probably one of your greatest challenge- challenges. Um, also I shared last week that I personally struggle at times and most of the time, uh, I struggle with looking to money, uh, looking to money to satisfy my basic needs and my security and even my significance. All right. Even though in my mind, I know that God is the only source for my security and significance. It's still difficult uh, to, to live according to what I know to be true. And oftentimes, if I am financially strapped and I can't afford this or I can't afford that, sometimes I fear that, you know, gosh, how does this make me look if I can't do this or right. if I can't, you, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And then for Stephanie and I, we believe that God has plans and purpose for the resources that he entrusts us with. And we try to live our lives in such a way that we seek his discernment and how to best be the steward of those resources. Uh, and we shared and admitted and we're very transparent in telling you that that we overlook this way too often. You know, when, when we're making financial decisions, we often wonder, 
you know, hey, I wonder if we can afford this or how long would it take us now to save money for this? And which, you know, we're making some more financially sound and, and really good decisions on, you know, saving for things and not buying thing on, things on credit. But we still sometimes on major purchases and, and sometimes just mediocre purchases, uh, we often it, it, we think about the financial ramifications right. of it. Very, very seldom do we actually go to God and say, you know, we need some direction. Is this something that we should purchase? And um, we we believe strongly that we should be doing that more often. Right. So that's what we covered last week in part one. It is. Here we are in part two. But during the chat room last week, after the mm-hmm. show was done, we had a message from, and it was from Kim. Mm-hmm. And do you want to read what Kim wrote? Sure. She wrote, um, Cliff and Steph, my hubs and I are on Dave Ramsey plan because of your podcast that you did last winter about living debt free. So far this year, I think we've paid off $40,000 in credit card debt. And on Monday, I paid off our Chase card. $40,000. Congratulations, Kim and your husband. Yes, it, absolutely. It, there's, there's. There's nothing more freeing than when you write that last check or you make that last payment to um, to a credit card. Mm-hmm. It, it it there really was nothing more freeing. I think I did a little dance yep. when, when I signed to that check. You yes, know? you did. I remember. And let me tell you, I want to say that if anybody is out there, we're covering this, and I don't think we'll ever be able to cover this topic with the same the same level of excitement as we did when we originally recorded episode 56 of my crazy life right because it was it was really the first time that we had shared the story publicly well, of of our were experience. we still paying off our debt at that point I, th- I i mean at that point i think we would have had to have been when was that i can you did, tell me yeah i guess i could so if i well, click you know it the, yeah, and the, let me just say for anybody okay. listening you can just go to gspn.tv slash debt free uh gspn.tv slash debt free that was January 8th, 2007. Uh, so. We were. We paid it off in February. Okay. Or March. So go back February and listen to that. So, so we were actually still um, fighting credit card debt at that point. Yeah. yeah. And and just so you know, we we had about 80 some odd thousand dollars in unsecured, mm-hmm. unsecured debt mm-hmm. uh, between three credit cards and uh, some personal loans and some other crazy stuff. I mean, it, and uh, over the course well, of about that, three years, well, we paid off over $80,000 in debt. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that you're adding in some of those hospital bills on top of that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it was actually only like 55 or 60 in the unsecured debt, okay. which I mean, it's nothing. Well, no, you can't say uh, it's unse- like only. Uns- do you know what unsecured, uns- unsecured yeah. means that there's nothing that, that yeah, could be absolutely. taken and sold to pay that off. So, Okay. hospital bills was okay, unsecured so, that, so okay it was debt okay. that we owed that we had okay. no nothing all right to, tied to all right to take it off. i just see that okay. okay i don't see to me like I, I i get where you're saying that that the hospital bill would be would be debt obviously we are in debt to them we owe them money but um but that was that that came from a necessity that's something that had to be done whereas in the other 55 60 thousand dollars was just on a bunch of stuff that we wanted that we didn't know how to tell ourselves no. Right. You, and so yes. that that's where the difference is for me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. No, that makes perfect okay. sense. So, I mean, I understand where you're calling it unsecured debt, but I just wanted to make sure where you understood what I was saying. Some of it was a, min- some a of medical it, necessity. Right. Gotcha. That we couldn't get around. Right. 
Um, Troy writes in the chat room real quickly. Um, and, and, off, and by the way, we're recording this live as we do every week in front of an internet audience. We have moved to Thursdays at 12 o'clock noon. If you guys haven't heard about that yet, uh, we record from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. live all day long at gspn.tv slash live. Come and join us anytime during the day. We would love it. And Troy says, sorry for the delay, but I wonder if the person selling everything uh, to go to Africa could create a list of all the things they want to get rid of and uh, so that they might be able to mm. sell some of that stuff to the GSPN community. Mm. And that's an excellent idea. And Anita, if you're listening, which I know you will be, uh, feel free to open up a thread in the general community section on the forum and you could make a list there of anything that you are trying to sell. And right. if you're interested in that. And if, and if you do, email me, let me know. And next week I'll put it in the show to... To let people know that right. it's there. Absolutely. Um, Tony, in the chat room, and this goes back to the debt, says the only debt we have is a car, but we live paycheck to paycheck, which is so hard and unnecessary um, as we make enough to not live that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we did that for a very long time. A really long time. And the fact was, is that we didn't make enough to live that way. I mean, we could never quite make make them meet. And um, I'm sorry, Troy says something like Cliff's List. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally distracted. I'm going to go back to the show notes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we had this one, um, when we were started to get really serious about getting out of debt, we still made bad choices. Um, but we had decided that we weren't going to, we needed to do something. And um, so we took our tax return one February and we used that to get a month ahead. And so then we um, we were able to to work out our budget in a way that allowed us to live um, not paycheck to paycheck. Right. Because we do a monthly budget, which a lot of people don't really understand. And it took us a long time to get used to. And the funny thing is, is that I was helping my brother with his budget two weeks ago last week i don't know it all runs together and um he gets paid every two weeks and i couldn't make it work like i'm so focused on the month to month that i couldn't i i couldn't wrap my mind around how to how to work his bills for two weeks here for i i totally get you it living paycheck to paycheck is so difficult when it comes to budgeting there's only one way i know to do these things and that is literally withhold all money until a certain day, you know, you take an entire, and of course this is for me. Now this right, isn't the this only is, way to do it, right. but here's what we did. And, and, and for us, we literally said, you know what, we're going to start this when we get our, our tax refund, because then there'll be enough cash to pay off all the bills this month and, and how I do it. Um, and well, let me go back to the days when I was or an insur- how, right. insurance agent. Uh, I was, I was paid weekly. All right. Every single week. And every paycheck that I would receive, let's just say in June of 2007, in June of 2007, the first week on the first Friday of the month, I got a paycheck. It goes into my wallet. Second paycheck, uh, second Friday of the month goes to my wallet. Third week goes to my wallet. Fourth week goes to my wallet. If there's a fifth week, it also goes to my wallet. <laughs> and we always got really excited. We always <laughs> there got were very five paychecks. Yes, we did. Yeah. But there was always at least four paychecks every month in my wallet and what we would do is on the first of the month whatever that you know doesn't matter what day of the week it is the first of the month is the accounting day 
And that is the day when we actually sit down and say, That's okay. N- not actually true. What? It's usually on the first Monday of All the right. Month. Well, in my calendar. Or at least it has been since I've been paying the bills. The first of the month. <laughs> it's just to say the first of the month because right. technically, sometimes it's, especially now, it's very difficult to sit down on the first of the month and, um, and do that mm-hmm. because I have to wait for you to pay your bills. And, um, but yes, we would, we would then deposit all four of those checks or, you know, five on the, on the lucky months. And, um, and then we would make our budget on the month Mm -hmm. based on, on what you had earned the previous month. Yes. So basically we, we make that deposit, we have the total amount and then we sit down and and we actually use a spreadsheet. I, I, I prefer using a spreadsheet rather than some of these fancy programs. That, that kind of, you know, the numbers aren't always all in right in front of right. you. I like to be able to see, you know, taking money from one category and putting it in another and actually seeing all of that physically in front of me represented uh, in, a, in, a, in a spreadsheet. So what we do is we, we have all of our different categories. We have our necessities in one column and then we have our, you know, somewhat considered necessities and then we have our optional things and stuff like that. And the necessities go first, you know, the mortgage payment, the insurance and all that stuff. Those things get their money. The bills, the bills, the the people who are going to start, you know, calling you obsessively when you don't pay them. Exactly. So so we pay all of those things first. Then grocery goes over here. Now, I will tell you, this is different than what Dave Ramsey and other people say. They say, listen, groceries, groceries, your number one necessity. You know, if it comes down to it, you pay the mortgage late. You you don't put off your grocery. But, you know, and, and I would say if we didn't have the money to put money in grocery, then probably we'd have to look at our priorities. Right. But as it is, you know, God has been so faithful to us that, you know, uh, you know, even in the tightest of times, we've always had money to, to put, you know, groceries. Right. Now we're, we're a family of five and this month. What are we, what are we spending at the grocery store each, each week right now? One ten. $110. And that's not just groceries. That includes shampoo and yep. anything know. we buy at the grocery store yeah. is limited to $110 a week this month. Right. Because I think a lot of people think when I, and I know that um, like when you sit down and do Dave Ramsey, he actually says food. Uh-huh. He has a food um, envelope, but, um, but ours is grocery. And so that includes, because a lot of people, when I say um, I had to explain this to my brother last week, uh, when I say that, you know, I, feed the five of us for, or I, I do $110 for grocery. They think that that's just for food, but it, it's not. Right. And so, so basically that's what we do. We, and then, you know, when it comes down to, okay, the, you know, Cliff needs new shoes, uh, you know, th- that, Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> that, that becomes, that becomes an, an item that's right. like, yeah, we definitely want, we need this. Cliff needs a haircut. You know, this is something we need, but you know what, if worse comes to worse, that money, that money's not getting allocated this month, you know, and we kind of start that out. And I'll be honest with you. We'll start out our, we'll start out our month and we'll say, okay, this is how much we need. We punch in all the numbers and we actually allocate all the amounts that we, we feel like we need for the month for all of those. And it says, okay, the income is this amount and the total amount. If we go by this budget is this amount. And there's a little spreadsheet, little post in there, a little, uh, little, uh, what do they call that? A little box mm-hmm. that says neg. You know, your budget is negative. You know, well this well this um, month it was. We won't go way, into the details, but well, we we explained it last okay, week. Also, um, remember because I talked about how I was nauseous <laughs> when we had to start cutting from the budget. Yeah. Um, Cliff has set it up so that it will um, when we put in 
your your net amount that that you're bringing home um and it tells us how much money we have to work with we're we're entering it into an already um proposed budget that we would like to live by right and this month it was negative 860 dollars right and we had to start cutting yep and and so here's here's how it works grocery grocery until it got to zero so grocery normally has about how much like if we were to say how much we want to spend the grocery seven fifty. So grocery normally has seven fifty. And if we're eight hundred let's just say we're eight hundred over budget. So what we do is in that in that little field, what we do is all we have to do is change it from seven fifty to uh let's say uh four fifty. That's three hundred less. Mm-hmm. So let's just say if we drop it to 450, then because I have some calculations and some formula set up for some of the cells is what they're called in a spreadsheet. That's the word I couldn't so, think of. Yeah. So it, the, the the little thing that says your budget overage or whatever, it then it says, okay, now you're only over $500. $500. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, so we'll, we'll have to make do with this in the grocery gas. You know, can we cut down where we're driving to? Can we... You know, and stuff like that. And so instead of $200, we drop it down, say, listen, we're going to 100 bucks. That's right. it. We're doing 25 bucks a week. That is all we're going to do. These are right. hypothetical I know. numbers. I know. And so that drops. Well, really, and so now that brings it down to $400. Right. I don't have over. a problem sharing our actual numbers in those well, in those categories. It's not necessary. Okay. But. So that's and that this is the process that we're going through. And 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 then what and we will not spend, we will not write one check, we will not spend one dollar until the budget says, you know, the the difference between the income and the outgoing equals zero. Right. It always equals zero because one of the items in the budget is emergency fund. So if we all of a sudden have an extra paycheck and it's like we said, hey, we need we need $3,000 or $4,000 this month as a family income, but we have $5,000. Well, then there's an extra $1,000. And it's real easy and tempting to say, oh, well, we could really have a lot of fun. And there were times when we did that. Yes. But, you know, it's like, okay, you know what? We have more than what we said. You know what? We, we've been putting off this, this, and this. Let's allocate some money here. But that's going to leave us $750 left over. Uh, let's go ahead and put that in the emergency fund. And that is actually written into the budget. Right. So. And Professor Allen says, don't forget to have a place for long-term set-asides like home repairs or car maintenance. Right now, those are things that come out of the emergency right fund. Right now, and it shouldn't it be. It shouldn't be, yes. We, we understand that. Um, Troy's asking if there's a budget template um, you available know, anywhere. If you wouldn't mind, Stephanie, if you'll remind me, uh-huh. I will. I can post, I can do that. As a matter okay. of fact, I'll tell you what, this will remind me. Uh, whoever just asked me that. Troy. Uh, Troy. Troy, if you will go into Family from the Heart in the forum, gspn.tv slash forum, start a new topic and say budget template question mark. And if you'll put the question, hey, Cliff, can you can you give us a template? And what I'll do is I'll go and I'll clear out all of our personal data and I'll mm-hmm. put in some some. Uh, right. arbitrary numbers and then what I'll do is I will publish that as Just an HTML doc. Well, yeah. And 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 I'll actually publish it both as an XML document that you can download and also uh, a, a sample of what it would look right. like in a in a, a fictional account of, of right. what a monthly thing might be. Okay. But so that's how we're handling this. I mean, we 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 don't spend a single penny until and there were times we know when, where every penny's going. Absolutely. And there were times when we were paying off our debt where we Oops, sorry. <laughs> um, where we did grocery for forty dollars a week. Yep. 
we only had two kids back then. <laughs> it, and it's tough. It is tough. But, you know. We didn't need as healthy back then either. I, I want to say something to. Pro- uh, what? Yes, I heard you. Although I will tell you, there are some things we could eat healthy and we could still eat that cheap. Absolutely. Beans and rice, rice, rice yeah, and beans. Yeah, I know. So um, anyway, uh, they said bologna and cheese. No, that's not going to be cheap and it's definitely no. not healthy. Bologna is disgusting. <laughs> Uh, But anyway, Professor Allen says people don't understand this, that planning or budgeting, outlining Mm -hmm. or any type of planning is actually liberating. Absolutely. uh, Professor Allen, I couldn't agree with you more Uh, that there is one of the biggest fears of sitting down and and doing a budget is you're thinking, oh, my gosh, now I'm going to be now I'm not going to be able to do this. And and you put it off because you think you're going to have to cut everything out. Well, that's not true. That is not true. No. For a long time, we we don't currently, but for a very long time, we had an entertainment line in Mm -hmm. our budget, you know, which was to go see a movie. We had a date night in in our budget. And um, we've talked before we had, you know, Cliff's fund and Steph's fund so we could do things on our own. Yep. Which is very, very important for married people to spend time alone. Um, <laughs> Especially days like yesterday. Yeah. Um, I told you I wasn't going to bring it up. I know. Did. We're, we're fine. Um, Moving along. <laughs> but, um, you know, haircuts was, was one of them. Um, they're, I'm trying to think of some of the other things but, we've had along so, the way. But the um, thing is, is that you can you can fit things in. Absolutely. And it's important it for you to fit some things in. It to. Right. You know. You're not going to be able to buy see, 10 CDs this month. Right. Maybe you can only buy one. <laughs> you know, you can't go see a movie every weekend, but maybe you can go out one weekend. Yeah. But when you sit down and you're actually looking at the numbers, here here's the thing. I, I will tell you this. It is possible and, and this is this is sometimes this is a big, huge paradigm shift. OK, it is possible to always limit yourself to only spending the amount of money that you bring in. Absolutely. That, that is a very hard concept for people to understand. People think I have to have these pieces of plastic because if I don't have these pieces of plastic there, it is impossible for me to make ends meet. And I will tell you that that it is possible in, 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 in at least in our country here, uh, worst case scenario, if you can't even afford to put food on your table, uh, you could probably find shelter in, in a lot of places that doesn't cost you nine hundred dollars a month or thirteen hundred dollars a month. You could there. There's a and and I know for a fact you can go out there and you can get food. There are people that are receiving food stamps that are they're eating a whole lot better than we are. And so it, it, there's no reason for people who are struggling financially to to think that, you know, I have to spend more than I bring in because that's that's where I'm at. And right. it, that's not the case. It is possible for all of us to actually limit how much we spend to the amount that comes in. And I will tell you this and month for discipline. us. Oh, yeah. It's a discipline and it's a discipline that hurts. But what what learning experience doesn't hurt? Yep. <laughs> you know, and 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 what find what you find out is that when you actually sit down and you do this, you do find a little freedom. You mm-hmm. you you actually see that it's like wow. At least I don't feel so hopeless. Well, I think that the first thing that we did when we started our budget was we collected every receipt that we that we um, of money that we spent in an entire month. Yep. And then sat down and looked at where you know. Our, Do we our still money have was this? actually going. Was this Do a we wise still have decision? This? You know, your McDonald's receipts are like over 
shadowing your um your your grocery receipts by like mounds and mounds um but to sit down and actually see where your money was going we never knew how much money we actually made until we looked at where it was this going this is true that 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 for me that was the biggest thing you know the i used to work at um at a, in a little shopping strip okay mm-hmm. i used to work in a little shopping strip and i would always you know we'd go somewhere and i'd break you know you know some money and 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 i'd have you know 5 bucks in my wallet or 7 bucks in my wallet i never knew until I kept every, and I'm serious, I kept every, every single, single cash receipt. receipts. Yeah. If I bought something, if I bought a stick of gum for 40 cents, I had a receipt and we were tracking it at that time. I mean, we, I was a, I was a budget a Nazi. Nazi. So, um, I don't even know if that's a, like a socially I don't know. bad term. So Probably. if it is, I apologize. But anyway, it's just something that people always say mm-hmm. around here. And it, I've never even thought right. that that could be very offensive. I'm sure it could be. Probably. But anyway, I apologize. But I was very okay. That's good. I was very OCD about uh, you, very really? obsessive compulsive about tracking these receipts. And I didn't realize this, but I was you know running to the store to grab a diet a twenty ounce diet coke and to pick up a bag of chips or something like that. Back in the days when I used to eat that crud, um, you know the chips. He still lives off the diet. Coke. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, back when I was doing, I didn't realize I was spending nine dollars a day. Right, nine dollars a day. And that was just in snacks. That didn't even include like the days that you went out to lunch. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And it, it, and so it, it when I actually started making all of these things, you know, and then we could making go, an account for them. And then we could go to Kroger and buy you, you know, two cases of uh, two 12 packs of Diet Coke for nine for bucks. nine dollars. Right. Yes. For the week instead of a day. Yes. So it the tracking where your money is going is very important. Yes, it is. Because you can't say I can't do this if you don't really know how much money you're making and where it's all going. Exactly. You, you, those are just that. That's just well. You just can't say that. Nope. You just can't. Okay. So, so where are we? Well, th- th- I think that we we've been covering a lot. So uh, let's see here. Additional insights. I I, I just have some additional thoughts that I kind of just put into the show notes here. Okay. One of the things that I want to say is that a hus- as a husband and a father, there is a lot of pressure on us to provide for the family. Right. And, and I, I just acknowledge it and it is, it is absolutely true. And there is a little bit of stress that goes along with that, you know? And, um, you know, if, if there's any question, I sometimes struggle with the balance between trusting God to provide for our family and how much am I responsible for providing for our family? Right. You know, I, I'm definitely, I do not believe that you just sit back and wait for God to deliver the money truck. Although I pray God you know, here's my address, you know, and if you wouldn't mind, could you please send me a FedEx number to let me know when it's coming so I can start planning for it? Right. That'd be great. Well, no, that's, that's the thing that I love from, um, that movie. Um, what was that movie? Um, facing the giants Okay, was that he was praying for the rain and preparing for the rain at the same time. Yes. The rain being his blessing. Um, just because you're praying for it doesn't mean you can't prepare for it at the same time. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And for those of you who are completely lost right now, we encourage you to go see the movie uh, or rent the movie 
facing, facing the, the giants. giants. And it might even be available for sale at uh, Mardell.com. I'm sure probably it probably would be. is. Yeah. But and the thing is, is it, it, it's a decent inspirational movie. It's a, it's a very decent inspirational movie. It it, it like um, Fireproof was made. Um, by the same church. By the same church. Yeah. McK- and McKinsey Brothers or something actually, like that. Actually, I think a lot of the same Actors, some of the same actors, some of the yeah. same, yeah, um, are in it. But um, but we enjoyed it, and it's very inspirational and very uplifting. And um, and but I loved that part of the of the movie where he was not only he was praying for for the rain, but preparing for it. Yes, and um, believing the entire time that it was going to come. Yeah, there, there's no question that I've had to just understand and accept that God's provision is always there. And that he is taking care of me. But at the same time, this is something, this is a verse that I I, I just really feel strongly about. 1 Timothy 5.8 says, If anyone does not provide for his relatives, especially his immediate family, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. And and so this is something that I I, I believe that there is a responsibility on my part uh, to do things to provide for our family. And with that being said, you know, I I think there is some pressure that goes along with that but the thing is the is are we seeking the wisdom of god and are we seeking discernment or and when i say we is i as a as a husband and a father am i doing this you know am am i the one and and of course you know it doesn't all fall on me i mean you um also at times have done things that have helped generate and help provide for our family and and several things that you do help provide but you accept all the stress I do accept all the stress, <laughs> and, you know, and I, I get that. I do. So, you know, that, so that's just something that I, I want to say that, that as a husband or a father or both, there's a little bit of extra stress that comes like that right. with that, with managing money and finances. You in know, your we could go, we could go all the way back to the, to the time. And we've talked about this on other podcasts as well, but we never thought that we would be, um, a, um, we never thought that we wouldn't be, to working parent home. Right. You know, I always thought that I would work. Not that I always thought I had to, but I always thought that I would. Right. Um, I came from a home where both parents worked and, um, which is going to sound really funny because I've also said that I came from a single parent home, <laughs> which um, depending on what time of my life, both are true. Um, but I, but I always thought that I would be working not because I had to, but because I thought I would want to. And, um, God forced our hand in that and we've been blessed since then. Right. That I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Does any of that make sense? Absolutely. At all? Okay. And there was a time in the, doing this business venture that we thought that very seriously that back mm-hmm. in January that, or we were going to put it off till February, mm-hmm. uh, that you might have to go and, and, and get a job outside and the home. Here we it, are in August, yep. and I haven't and had to do that. God has continued to pro- provide. And he's like, every month he's like, see, Cliff, I'm telling you. Yeah, see. I'm like, but God, what are you going to do next <laughs> month? Like, well, stop, stop. Today has enough worries of its own. I know. Do not I worry know. about I, tomorrow. I know. That's what it says. Yeah. You must believe First Timothy a little bit more than you believe that verse. Yep. Did you even hear that? Because you just like gave me one of those yelp, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, just I said, acknowledging actually, that I spoke rather than actually hearing what I said. Professor Allen says at the oh. start of the year, uh, Stefan was thinking about getting a job. Do I remember that right? Yes. And so yeah, and, absolutely. And he posted that I think probably as the delayed the video delayed, yeah. was probably 
coming up as we were talking about it, but no, I didn't catch what you just said at the very end. I said, you must believe first Timothy five, eight more than you believe. Do not worry about tomorrow. But, yes. <laughs> you know, that's exactly right. correct. Okay. Yeah. And so I, 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 and it's a balance. It is a balance. Is I, a balance. I believe that both should be heated well. Um, and, and trying to find the proper balance. All right, so we have learned that there is no such thing as an independent financial decision. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. Please. Each financial decision that we have ever made has had an influence on every subsequent financial decision. Yeah. So Like you, the time that you told me it was like financially um, better for us to buy a new car. Yes, I remember <laughs> that. This is going to make so much better sense for us. And in the long run, this is going to save us money. And yeah. we don't have that car anymore. No. I'm pretty sure no. we sold it to back to the dealer we sold so it back that to we the could dealer. buy a van when we had another baby. <laughs> <laughs> I had... You talk about some screwed up logic. I certainly had it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, I'm glad <laughs> those days are in her past. I know. Me too. All right. So anyway, but yes, understand that every decision you make financially, small or big, will de- will determine on how you have to make financial decisions in the future. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie and I are desperately looking forward to the day when we would see somebody in need and we would have the ability to make the decision to say, you know what, let us give $5,000 to this couple who's looking to be, to adopt a child. Right. Can, can I share a story about this month? Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that um, it, it goes along with what you're saying. We, we would love to be in that place where, where we can do that and help someone else out financially. Um, Right now, our our church is doing a backpack drive. Mm-hmm. You um, buy a backpack and fill it with school supplies that are going to go to um, children who are um, unable unable to get these things themselves. And my kids really, really want to do that. Mm-hmm. They they really want to go pick out a backpack and um, and fill it for for boys and girls who don't get to go school shopping with their parents. And I had to explain to them that, guys, right now, um, you're very close to being on that list. <laughs> um, right, right now, financially, we can't. It's taking everything that we have just to um, just to buy your backpacks and and your school supplies. Um, that and so I mean they understand that, right? But even they are looking forward to the time where we can go and get, do their school shopping, but then and go school shopping for someone who can't, right? And so it's that's a dream of ours. We it really is. look forward to to the day when we can do that. Yeah, and it's important, and it's important for us as a family that when we when our children are seeing that we're missing those opportunities, that we as a family aren't out spending cash, right? doing things frivolously that, that are not necessary and stuff like that. Does we did that not sense? have that conversation while we were, you know, eating at Chipotle. Yeah. We had that conversation while we were, um, where were we? I'm pretty sure we were at the grocery store putting things back on the shelf because we had gotten too much. Right. But, um, so it's just, you're, you're right. We can't have this. Oh, we can't do that. We can't do that while we're out blowing money right. on all these other things. Exactly. And Professor Allen is 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 absolutely right in the chat, chat room. He says uh, giving is such a blessing, and it is. It is. And in fact, it's something that that we do enjoy doing when we have the opportunity to do right. it. And sometimes I'm I'm very blessed in in some of the additional ways that I can give that sometimes aren't financial at this point. Right. 
but uh, you know, with my consulting, I've I've done, I'm able to give in that way to to certain organizations and people and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and and it's just amazing. God is well, providing, and it's it's really good stuff. That brings you to the next thing you have in our notes is do we tithe and why? Yes, do we tithe and why? And by the way, I want to let you know if you guys are interested in tithing. Uh, DG Hollams and myself, he's my co-host for the About the Church podcast. If you haven't uh, heard of it, go to ATC, About the Church, atcpodcast.com. Look for episode number 86, or if you wanted to, you could just go to gspn.tv slash is tithing required. Great discussion. You may be shocked and awed by (laughs) my opinion on that. Right. So, and I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to come even close gonna, to even right, reveal, right. but go to gspn.tv slash is tithing required. And you is can Is that the hear. only reason you have that in here is? No. To, okay. Are you going to answer but, the question? But we're, yeah. But, okay. our, but I, I'm not going to share on whether or not <laughs> we think it's okay, required because okay. that was the discussion. I understand. This one is, do we do it? Yes, we do. And so, and then why? Stephanie. <laughs> You're so much better at answering that question than I am because we believe that um, God has given us the resources that we have and we also believe that we should give back to him um, that portion that he asks for. Exactly. This is the part that we set apart is, in our hearts absolutely. to give generously and and freely without complaining. Right. You know, this, this, and and we we have felt at this point in our lives, although it and for us right now, it is an extreme sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It is an extreme sacrifice for us to give 10 percent of our income to to the church right. as 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 giving. But I have to say that um, and we have we have um, given our tithe every month since we started this business. Yes, we have. We, we have not. And there was one month where literally I was in tears. I think um, that was this month. Um, or no, 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 that, no, that, was, that was a that different was last month. I got gotcha. you. That was, that was way, no, this, this, this month, month I was you, just nauseous. <laughs> this month you did ask the question. I though. did ask the question and I'm kind of ashamed that I did, but, um, I don't think you need to be ashamed that you to, asked no, the question that, that I had the thought because I know that the thought was not from me. It was, okay. it was a temptation. And, um, what's the question by the way? The question was, um, we have three hundred dollars. We have three hundred dollars alloc- allocated to tithe, and or actually, we call it offering, and um, and our budget's three hundred dollars over. So, like, doesn't that kind of even it out? And the the answer is no. You have to not that you have to no not that you have that we chose to yes um we and had to I'm no giving, I think we're that, giving no. it away. They already they don't need to listen to is tithing required now to find out what. <laughs> but you can understand if you go there, listen to our reasoning. Right, and um, but. I'd say we have to in the fact that we, you and I, believe that we had to. Yes. For us, it it is a decision. It was a matter of heart for us. Absolutely. And so when I say we have to, I mean that for this family, we have made that decision um, and we have made that commitment to God and to our budget. And to ourselves. And to ourselves that that will be, that we will live by that. And I can say that because there have been times in our lives where we haven't. Yep. And um, we... Okay, we've we've said more than one time on more than one podcast um, that since we've started this business, God has provided for us, hands down, absolutely. I mean, some months the the budget is you know way skimpier than it is other months, but it has always been provided for. Yep, and, and, and look, feel this. 
Yeah. That right know. there, that's air conditioning. That's air conditioning, and we uh, have it, you know? Praise God for that, you know? And, um, but there were times in our lives where we did not pay our tithes, and our ends weren't meeting, mm-hmm. you know? And when we made a lot more money. We made a lot more money. Yep. And so we can honestly say that we've lived both ways, and we choose to live this way. We, we've made that we've made that choice. We've made that decision. Exactly. So and 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 one of the things is is I I do not believe in giving to God to get. You know, it's like no. I, I want to give because I know that if I give, God's it's kind of like God's on the hook. You know, it's God's got to provide. Because if that were true, you, I wouldn't struggle with the constant anxiety from time to time, which I know is not appropriate. I should right. not have the anxiety that I have with all the times that well, with the lack of any time that God's ever failed me. Uh, it just doesn't make sense for me to have anxiety and worry uh, and doubt. But, uh, you can tell by the fact that I do have anxiety that it's not because I believe that God has to bless us and provide for us because we are quote unquote giving, you know, cause if that were the case, I would not worry. It's like, see God, I gave it. So take care of the rest. It's all in your hands now, right. which you know what <laughs> it is in his hands. And he, but, but I, you know where I'm saying, I, I think you understand. I do. And I hope they do. So again, you know, shame, you will never get anything other than shameless self-promotion here at (laughs) gspn.tv. Go to gspn.tv slash is this or is tithing required or go to atcpodcast.com episode 86. Right. So now we're getting around to the whole reason that we thought to bring money up in family from the heart again in the first place. Yes. Um, and the little thing you have on the little note you have on here is we don't like debt. We I, don't I th- like debt. I think we've made that abundantly clear. Yes. But, um, but we've also learned that debt isn't always the problem. Yes. And, and th- you know what, this is something that we're learning how to communicate what we believe in a more effective manner, right. because in the past we, we've said things and it's come across and, and probably we actually use the words uh, credit cards are evil. We have you know? said that. I think we I have. have. No, I, I know and that I, I have. I still believe that. I are, do but- too. <laughs> See, okay, maybe we haven't learned. <laughs> but no, we We're understand. Learning. Credit cards are not evil. When we say that, and the I honestly believe Companies that, that try to rake you for 27%, they're evil. They're evil, right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I think that when we say that, we um, know that that is for the two of us personally. Um, for you and I, we, you know, we had this discussion last week also. We cannot have a credit card in our wallet and put our our groceries on it and pay it off at the end of the month. You know, that is not feasible for the Ravenscrafts. It could be, but it's we, not been our experience that we have carried that out effectively ever in the past. Okay. So based upon our previous experiences, <laughs> yes, our okay. current circumstances and, and our, our future, future hopes and, and dreams, dreams, it is not a wise decision right. for us to have a credit card. Exactly. But um, so what we're trying to say here is that uh, we have learned that oftentimes debt is um, symptom. I can't even talk. Debt <laughs> is symptomatic. Sim- yes. It's, it's a symptom of something else, of another problem, which could be greed or poor self-image or self-indulgence or impatience or lack of self-discipline, which it was in our case. And sometimes a case of all of the above. Right. Which brings us back to why we talked about doing this podcast. We watched Confessions of a Shopaholic. Please tell us about this movie. I loved this movie. Here's here's my little disclaimer, yes, as you always get. <laughs> if you watch Confessions of a uh, um, Shopaholic, would you believe there is only one 
warning that I will give you and that there is one, there is one or one or two scene or no, just one scene that kind of does this whole binge drinking thing. So there you go. Warning. um, Anyway, I I watched the language. If it did, if it did, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. If it did, I think it did. I think, um, it it had some mild one or two. Yeah. But, but for, don't quote me on that. Don't go back and watch it and count because (laughs) it's been a couple weeks now. But, um, but I was watching this movie by myself one night and Megan kept asking me, mama, can I watch that? Mama, can I watch that? And I said, I, you know, so far, yes, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to tell you yes or no until I finish the movie so far. Yes. By the time I got to the end of the movie, I was like, absolutely. Most definitely have to watch this movie with me. To and my, how old is our daughter? To my nine-year-old daughter. Good. And uh, <laughs> thank you. I know how old she is. She that has the problem. Um, so, which is funny because now she wants to like live like she's 11 because you think she's 11. I think she's 11. And, uh, that's just not going to happen. But, um, so anyway, I told her when we sat down to watch, um, to watch this movie, I said, I need to ask you three questions first. And, um, and I need you to, to answer them honestly. She said, okay, what? And I said, number one, um, what do mommy and daddy think about debt? And she said, um, we don't like debt. And she used the word we, not you. She, mm-hmm. we, we don't like debt. So, okay, what do mommy and daddy think about credit cards? She said, we don't like credit cards. And I said, okay. And um, what do mommy and daddy think you need to do um, when there's something that you want really bad? And she said, you need to save for it or you don't get it. I said, okay, you can watch this movie. You can watch this movie with me. And so we sat down and we watched the movie together. And when we were finished, I told Cliff he had to watch it with me also. Because not only is it a a story about, um, obviously, this girl can't say no to herself. She's shopping all the time and um, has like 12 credit cards or something like that in her wallet. And um, But as the story progresses, you learn that it's more about, um, I think one time she actually says, the, the character actually says, um, when, when I'm shopping, it's, you know, it's new and it's exciting and it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done, it's gone and I need to do it all again. I mean, she really was, um, medicating, medicating herself. herself absolutely. And, um, you know, and then in the end, you know, she pays off all her, her debt and, um, really finds, the right way to um, find her worth and value. Yes. And um, so, so I love the story. I really do. I love the story of it. But um, there's one time she's her and her friend, this is the binge drinking part that, that you're referring to her and her friend are adding up all of her debt and um, she's just lost her job and they're, they're adding up all her debt and, um, drinking as they do but she says they told me i was a preferred customer and now they send me hate mail yes yes <laughs> and now they send me hate mail i love that she thought her bills were hate mail it was just great but yeah. um but i really like this movie and i really liked the way that um they portray it they portrayed it i did yep. I, james from tennessee says great movie slightly predictable but wow what a surprise moral to the story I what know, a surprising that- moral to the story and that's what i was surprised by honestly yeah. i was surprised by the moral of of the story and it was just it was awesome so there you go yet another movie review yes. by cliff and stephanie right there was something else i wanted to say about it though Oh, go ahead and i forgot well while you're thinking so, about it okay. i will say two other things we do not believe that borrowing money is a sin right however 
not paying money back that you owe people is. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, so through the whole movie, through the whole movie, she's being tracked down by this, um, by this. Collections guy? Yes, collections guy. You're not going to give it away, are you? What? The end? What? You're not going to give away the end of the movie, are you? I was just going to, okay, never mind. You got to see the movie. There, there you go. Leave that one. Okay. You, you don't want to give them a spoiler. There's a lot of people who still haven't seen Confessions of a Shopaholic. All right. And go see it. All right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if, if you know, where do I... It's on DVD. Why can't I give away? Because uh, we don't believe in borrowing money. We don't believe that borrowing money is a sin, but we do believe that if you don't, if you owe somebody, you're responsible for paying it back. And okay. check out Psalm 37, verse 21 for that. Right. And of course, I do remember We've the chains that used to be around my <laughs> neck and my legs, the chains of slavery. Actually, there's um, when we went to see... Dave Ramsey. Yeah. We saw him live in Louisville several uh-huh. several years ago. Um, he put chains around his he, neck. Well, uh, d- around his whole body. Yeah. He like, cha- and that's that's honestly what, what it's like. That's exactly. the it's like Bob Marley from, yes. from the Christmas Carol. That's exactly how I felt every single day yeah. of my life in, in the debt that I was. Because the borrower is slave to the lender. Yes. Proverbs 22, 7. Yes. Alrighty, uh, let's see here. Uh, we have Professor some Professor Allen says borrowing money and not paying it back equals pretty close to stealing, right? In my opinion, I would say yes. So, yep. yes, yes, yes. All right, yes, we do have some feedback. We're gonna go. Gosh, we're way over on our time for Are the we really? for the schedule, but oh, we're okay. fifty seven minutes into the show. Oh, okay. But I tell you what, we've got some voicemail, and, and we value your voicemail so much that we want to play it. So here's Jeff and Colleen. Hey Cliff and Stephanie, this is Jeff and Colleen Roney on the road. Hello. Using our iPhone voice memo application. But uh, I wanted to give you a little voice feedback for your uh, family from the heart show. And something that we do that I think is helpful because we both work in a pretty stressful environment in the real estate field. Yes. And so a lot of times you know we have our how was your day and sometimes we're on the road you know because it's after work and we're on our way somewhere and so i kind of set a time so you know maybe it's 10 minutes from the house or five minutes from where we're going to eat and i go okay 30 more seconds now we've talked quite a bit about whatever it is kind of ranted vented got things off our chest but it's like you pick a time and you say no more no more we're not going to let you know the boss or the co-worker or even our family members that given us trouble we're not going to let them invade any more of our time we've talked about it we've listened we understand so i just wanted to kind of give you that little hint you guys can talk about it. i don't know if you kind of do the same thing because everybody has stresses and everybody has tough things in life but sometimes you got to go okay that's that's enough so we've, we've talked about it so anyway keep up the great work you guys take care see you bye all right bye. thank you so much jeff and colleen yeah I, th- I think we're pretty good at not letting external influences always getting us down or dominating mm-hmm. our conversations you and I are pretty, both pretty good at, you know, if we've got something on our mind, we share it pretty freely with one another and, and then we just move on. Right. Although sometimes we sulk a bit. 
I do sometimes. <laughs> no, seriously. Thank you, Jeff and Carlene. And, and hopefully, um, you know, we'll all be able to, to kind of, you know, get what needs to be said, said, and, and then move forward. That's, say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. I love that song. Oh, is that a song? Yeah. All right. Here's number three. This is uh, Mary who called to say thank you. Hey, Colson. It's Dr. Davis. This is Mary calling from Minnesota. Also, the person that is doing the podcast, my audio journal. Okay. I need to figure out how to say that a little bit better. <laughs> Anyways, I am just listening to Family from the Heart, and I have to say sadly that I have not seen the movie yet so thank you so much for giving like spoiler free spoiler type of thing even though I kind of know I mean the, I've read the book like this weekend I can't go see the movie so I'm like hoping during the week next week sometime I can go see the movie but um so thank you so much I think that's all I really wanted to say alright Bye. All right, Mary, thank you so much for calling in. It is awesome to hear from you all the time, and uh, we're so glad that you're listening. And, folks, if you want to call in, there are some easy ways to do this. Number one, you can give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, area code 859-795-4067. Again, that number is 859-795-4067. And, of course, if you have an iPhone, it's very simple for you to record Uh, using the voice memo application. Click record on that thing. Record whatever it is you want to say to us. Try to keep it about a minute or two minutes in length. That'd be great. Uh, And it also gives you the ability to hit the email functionality or send to. And then you just send that uh, via email right from your iPhone to feedback at gspn.tv. And uh, we would love to hear from you. Do you have some ideas for future topics for this show? Do you have any questions? Anything we can answer, that would be very helpful. Of course, recording 10 episodes every Thursday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is always a blessing to have you guys provide us some thoughts uh, as far as things to cover here in our shows. We again want to say thank you to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. They are the generous sponsors that make this podcast possible. Thank you to them. If you want to say thank you to them, head over to Mardell.com and use promo code GSPN, just those four digits, Uh, GSPN in the shopping cart. You'll get 10% off your entire order. I strongly encourage you to go get Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Again, Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. It will change your life or it has the potential to anyway. And uh, just uh, give that a shot. Mm -hmm. And of course, we want to say thank you to our plus members. One of the things that's uh, gone on here recently, God has been blessing us this month. Uh, past 10 days, we've added eight new plus members and we have a special thing going on. We have 296 plus members right now and plus member number 300 is going to get a $30 iTunes gift card. And, uh, for those of you listening via the podcast and this thing comes out a little bit later than those who are, have the opportunity to become a plus member right now to get in on that. Uh, we got a great promotion. It's going to be going ongoing for quite some time. But every five people who sign up for a Plus membership, one of those people will be chosen at random 
for every five people will also get an iTunes gift card for $30. So basically you have a one in five chance of receiving a $30 gift card uh, if you end up trying to uh, support our content here. And of course, if you're a Plus member, we have had some folks who have sponsored Plus memberships for other folks. And uh, your your sponsorship will go towards that as well as a as a chance to win. You that's thirty songs, you know, two audio books, uh, four albums, a couple movie rentals on iTunes, you know, yeah. things you never know. Anyway, we've already had one person respond today by becoming a plus member, and awesome. uh, so who knows? You might be number three hundred. You might. All right, we'll see you next time. Until next time, join, join the, the community. community.